EA Games finally talks about Battlefield 2042 and they blame Halo. Wow. Cyberpunk 2077 has 1.5 update to release. We're going to be talking about that. Uh, sea of Thieves, we're going to be covering that. Yeah, join us. This is the Hold My Beer Gaming Podcast. I'm Dark Dez. Joined with me as always is Hell Soldier. Yo. Omi Be Dead. Stop. And last but not least, but only last because he gave me shit last week, Jimmy. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jimmy and I'm a... Oh, shit. Wrong meeting. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the Hold My Beer Gaming Podcast. Join us as we talk about that and so much more. And my niece is saying hi in the background. So go ahead and kick that theme music out and we'll get this shindig started. So Dez, what you been playing this week? I've been playing some Daisy, uh, some Cyberpunk 2077 for that new update. Yeah, but I've also been playing Session, which I saw you uh, got that uh, clip I sent, I sent you. Yeah, no, that was good, man. I'm still having a tough time with it, man. I'm not getting grasping the controls. Too many buttons for me. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. okay, uh, I first started, I'm like, how you turn to some bitch? You turn with the triggers? What the fuck? <laughs> it's just like Skater XL. I'm like I'm I'm getting used to it, but I after playing that I downloaded Skate Three again. Same. <laughs> hey, it's more flushed out. Sorry. <laughs> oh, totally. But uh, full release for session should be out this fall. But I did buy a bunch of boards though. Hell yeah! I bought a bunch of heroin boards and. Uh, I was so happy. I was like, they got heroin boards, no doubt. I was like, I bought the giant egg board, you know, the fucking 10 inch. <laughs> the 10 I can't inch remember board. the kid's that name. But uh, in, from the, the Satori or the Madrid boards, they've got mm-hmm. one of their pro series and it's a board that a buddy of mine has. So I've been using that one. I've like been doing, uh, I've been doing two different setups. I've been doing old school and 90s old school. The small boards with this tiny fucking, uh, Bearing condoms, the fucking oh, fifth, nice. the the, <laughs> the thirty nines, the thirty nine, oh, yeah, <laughs> you know, in the small seven seven five board. Shit, I had there was one, there was a fucking post kind of sticking out of the ground at an angle, so I was able to fucking skate up to it and just kind of like slam it a little bit. But I was able to do like a stop, like the slide stop. But I was able to do yeah. a board slide with it. It was fucking dope. Yo, what's up with the, like, when you catch the board, sometimes you're just like, trucks come off your board and all the wheels and shit like that, and it just glitches the fuck out. <laughs> I mean, that's still in early access. I mean, it's still pretty, yeah. like, pre-alpha, no, beta, if you want to, if you will. That game, like, what is it? Like, last year. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad they still have it. They're saying it's beta, man, because, I mean... It's better that them to say that this is why the glitches aren't fixed. Well, to my knowledge, Creature Studios is fully footing the bill for this project. Well, that's it's awesome. Yeah. Are they Creature are they going to do a part of the skate, uh, skate two? I think. Yeah, it was them and I think Black Box. So. Yeah. Are they gonna Are they gonna have a competitive mode? Are they I'm thinking about sure. it? They should have a multiplayer at least. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like a competitive um, mode, like you. I don't know. I mean, I know you can do. Uh, like they have a skate mode, if you will. 
like a session mode they call it but you can do uh more than one player on the one console but right. it's not split well, screen it's just you take turns see, skate four needs to come out soon man i miss posting yeah. my clips on on their like their board fuck yeah dude well, Posting the clips, you know, having all the wacky fucking glitches happen. Fucking post that shit. I remember uh, used to be able to drop a piece of plywood on the ground, and it used to be called the elevator glitch. Used to be able to get up high by fucking doing a trick on the um, the piece of board on the ground. It used to launch you. Oh, uh, you can do that in session, but you just have to buy all the DIY things and place them. But yeah, you can kind of do that. Uh, that's cool, but you can buy you can get up to nine pieces of plywood. So if you want to have, there's a run, there's like a like a grass thing or whatever. It's kind of like off level. You stack all the plywood on it, and you can just like you could got a nice little run up to it. See, the one thing I have a problem with the uh, what they need to fix is with the ramps. You know, you lose a lot of speed on the ramps. You know, that's my only they have no only banking fucking... controls right now. That's going to be yeah, it's going to be future update. Uh, here soon like the, if like you this year. yeah i hope so because off i like kickers you just lose so much momentum yeah they don't have that built into the physics yet um they're working on it i think when they That's, do grabs they'll, they'll have that coming out because i know one of the next updates is going to be like bank transfers and right. uh, lip tricks See, that's my biggest like peeve right now and i'm like you know the other other than that it's great you know, it's a great game i mean it, it's just a learning curve from people who like I like the fact that if I, I want to do a backside 5-0 I, I have down. to take my back foot and slam it down I like yeah. the fact that if I want to do a front side 5-0 I gotta take my front foot and slam it down if I want to there do a slide with those sticks and move them away from each other and then you know well, like, then you also got where you can catch in dark slide you can do it that way so if you're doing a manual you can catch your manual in Casper right it's fucking epic uh, it's dope, but it's like, yo, with the, the learning curve for me, man, like I, I'm a naturally a goofy skater, but in my hands, it doesn't feel the same way <laughs> as I would be on my feet. <laughs> Look, <laughs> same, I have to go regular. Yeah, I was like, if I'm a goofy skater, it's, uh, it's just my stance. And I'm like, okay. And on the controls, it's just, it's backwards. <laughs> yeah. Uh, played some No Man's Sky a little bit. How about you, Jimmy? What you been playing? A uh, little bit of this, a little bit of that. Played some cyberpunk alongside. Well, I mean, I guess not alongside this. I mean, I was like just checking out the update myself, but re rerolled a new character, started from scratch, check that out. And it does kind of seem like maybe Judy is romanceable now for anyone because uh, there were some new options. I hope not. Well, I'm just saying there were some new options when I met Judy. Well, I know, but I just I like the like, separation of having you know specific people that could, that only one style of player could. Run. I just thought it was interesting. It might be opening up Judy. I, I didn't play that far into it yet. Fact, so, not one of my favorite characters. Kind of a bitch. I like Judy. Fuck you. No, she's um, a bitch. We already know that she was one of your crushes. We touched on that on Ten Tokes a couple episodes ago. If you haven't checked it out, check it. I mean, honestly, none of the romances are. That I, don't know. I wasn't really cyberpunk. disappointed in cyberpunk, but I didn't try the that that crazy uh, detective dude. Would have to bone that guy at some point, I guess. Yeah, um, it's a pretty good bone. I, I picked a trans character, and he was into it. So. 
<laughs> right on. It's like uh, played... 90% of the reason I played that game. Not to bone a guy, but because the, you could make a trans character. I feel it. <laughs> Anywho. But yeah, and I played some Jurassic World, made a new park in uh, Pennsylvania, just closest I could kind of make to like Dominion one right now. So I kind of had some fun with that. Little Sea of Thieves, which I'll get on a little bit later because we're going to talk about that update. It's pretty awesome. And then a bunch of Red Dead with Omi. Did all kinds of crazy, stupid shit in that, forcing ourselves to spend all our money because we're dumb. Um, Little GTA. And uh, picked up a new game on Game Pass I was pretty excited about called Firewatch. And I think I'll also be getting into that one a little bit later. Uh, Yeah, I've seen that on on Game Pass for a while now, but I haven't actually picked it up. Uh, it's interesting as hell so far. I'll give it that. Like it, like I said, I'll be talking about it later because I, I felt it kind of went hand in hand with the lake, but uh, or nice. lake, but uh, deserves a little bit more time. Yeah, just the yeah. That's pretty much it. It's been a fun week. Different, nice. different shit. Good stuff. How about you, Omi? Uh, I re-downloaded. Uh... Uh, the Evil Within one and two. I wanted to play some uh, horror survival. I'm gonna be trying out uh, Ark Survival, and I've been playing a little bit of Session. Nice. Yeah, that's about it. That's my boy. Yeah. Hey, if you didn't uh, recommend it, I wouldn't have fucking tried it. Well, the weirdest part is what got me to pay for it was it had you down as somebody who had played it. Well, I I tried it at first, but it was in the beginning. So ah, I gotcha. you said there was an update, so I re-downloaded it. <coughs> God damn. First time smoking? <laughs> so. Yeah, we all choking like pussies tonight. Yeah, it's rough. So, hell, what you been playing? I have been playing a whole lot of Dying Light with Dying Light 2. How is it? Oh my god, it's addicting. Like, I played a little bit of No Man's Sky. Um, I had planned on playing a lot more of it, but every time I tried to stop playing Dying Light, I would like go to the home screen and be like, nah, but I really want to do that mission and see what happens. And like... I would go back into it, and I'd spend the rest of the day playing fucking Dying Light. It was, it's great. A couple of, of shitty things with it that I, I'm sure they'll fix. Uh, there's a couple of glitches that I've come in, come across. A lag spike uh, or a, a buzz crash that didn't crash my game out, but it crashed the audio for my game. So I had to close out my game completely for the audio to come back, which is kind of annoying. And that happened a couple of times. It was a little, uh, the movement's a little bit buggy, but it's not too too bad. Overall, like the story is amazing. I fucking I ended up crying at one point. Like uh, you get really attached to the characters in this. Yeah, it's it's written so well. I can't believe that 
I, I feel like I've barely scratched the surface of it. And to have bought the Ultimate Edition, uh, which includes the first DLC that they come out with, which I'm assuming because it's supposedly paid, is going to be like a map expansion or something like that, because the the map in the game is so... Has has the ability to be so large, but so far it isn't. It's just two towns or two cities. But yeah, and then No Man's Sky, and I'll touch on on No Man's Sky a little bit later. So uh, upcoming games and shit. Uh, only, I mean, it's not upcoming, but it's it's kind of new to Game Pass. Uh, is Ark Survival? Only you want to want to talk about your excitement for that one. <laughs> yeah i'm interested in it uh i've been interested in it uh from when it came out i just i just never picked it up i don't know what happened with that uh when well, i wanted to start it out like i guess when me and my brother wanted to pick it up it he wasn't interested in it and i was so okay. uh, i just kind of left it alone usually we, we pick up games together so that kind of fell through for me and I didn't have anybody to play with, so uh, that kind of left that up in the air. And now, since it's on Game Pass, I could just download it for myself and uh, right. check it out. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah. I tried that out a while ago, uh, long before I tried out Daisy. And I mean, it runs on the same servers. It's it's made by the same company. Right. Um, it was. I know that was before I knew about community servers versus vanilla servers and all that sort of stuff. So I got onto a vanilla server and while it was friendly, I never, well, ultimately I never came across another player. It was hard, like unforgivingly hard, way harder than DayZ ever was. Cause I mean, like you would venture out a little bit further than you should. And you like, for me, uh i fucking i had a great little settlement that i built down on the water uh near a tree where i could get fucking fruit and all this sort of stuff built myself a raft and i went up river and then there was this fucking area that i went through that just had like six giant ass snakes that came after my boat and killed me i was like okay well i'm never gonna be able to get well, my shit from so here again. <laughs> you just like don't go to the anaconda fucking grove, dude. Like, well, see, like, no. <laughs> I didn't even know there was a movie. Me neither. <laughs> Ever seen Anaconda? Well, yeah, I've seen Anaconda. Yeah, but it'll be tough. <laughs> no, I, nothing I on the map that labels Anaconda Grove. Like, like, okay, so. I can I I can confirm like everything you're saying is true because like I had a small experience with Ark and I like I've talked with you guys about it before so you guys kind of know I'm I feel I feel a certain type of way about that game <laughs> like like granted you guys I would definitely play for again but like pretty much anyone else on my friends list or whatever that comes at me is like let's play Ark I'm just like nope. telling them where they can <laughs> shove it but look. I discussed um, my feelings on art. Ten times I loaded into a server. Ten times I loaded into somebody's base where I either starved or was attacked by their dinosaurs. Ten times of a whole lot of fuck that. That's how I well, felt like when they had Conan, the Conan Exile. So oh, man, that, like the that same. game was awesome. 
What are you talking about? For me, about? it wasn't. No, that was oh, that man. was my experience. Well, I know you had a good experience uh-huh. with it, and so does my friend has a good experience with it. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, hell, hell is right, dude. Ark is way harder than the other ones were. So if you thought the other ones were garbage and shit, dude, like, I'm just, I'm warning you right now about Ark. Like, Ark is on another level. Of hard, I just dude. want to be able to throw my poop at somebody. <laughs> is that too much to ask? <laughs> No, not at all. Fucking like, fucking. I want to stand there and just all of a sudden here comes a dinosaur. It's like, you say it, then you do it type thing. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> Good old Ark. Um, Des, uh, you mentioned Division. What's yeah. that? Yeah. March, we have the Division Heartland coming out. Yeah, buddy. Division yeah, apparently they've, they've got sign-ups for... Uh, early access play testing. So make sure if you're listening to this, go to Ubisoft.com and follow the links for that. We have no uh, affiliation with Ubisoft. This is just a no, not at all. Friendly recommendation. I mean, I would totally accept like a partnership. Me too. So yeah. Ubisoft, Ubisoft, if you're listening, love your games. Get on this shit. I've played get this before someone else does. That's right. <clears throat> That'll happen. Um, <laughs> just get rid of your NFT. But, but I don't know. I'm fucking, excited for it. It's uh, like, I'm not. Why? I was a huge fan of Division 1. Division 2 was kind of cool. But, I mean, Division 1 was back when I was a sniper. And that was fucking... You had fire escapes everywhere that you could climb up, scaffolding everywhere you could climb up and post up. Like It was built for every kind of play style. Division 2 was built for assault. There was, it was no... built for running guns. Yeah, I hate so it. So true. Like I play a sniper in Division Two, and it's it's pretty hard to set up and find a place because everything's so close quarters. Yeah, like you don't really feel like you're getting that long shot and that cool kill. Well, like, you guys just gotta quit hanging out you're out the, the open world shit. Get up front with the grunts. I don't right. want to entirely. Like sometimes I do. It's sometimes not my it's fun, style, but dude. like I play Overwatch. Yeah, when when you're <laughs> playing with a squad, well, your whole squad can't. Okay. Be gun. Like, well, Heartlands is going to be a open. Uh, is going to be more open. Exactly. I, so you're going to have your sniper for that. And Omi, you mentioned earlier. Uh, I don't know if it's going to end part of this, but you mentioned earlier that it's going to be a free free to play. Yeah. So that definitely makes it something that I'm wholeheartedly willing to check out. But I don't have very high hopes for it. See, the free to play is what makes me weary of it. Like, I'm just expecting like another Call of Duty Warframe or some shit. No, Um, no, or whatever that game is called. Like, but they're saying it's the same developers as as the regular game. I mean, yeah, it's uh, Red Storm. They're the ones who developed the fucking uh, the Dark Zones. Like the multiplayer. PvP. PvP part. So, I mean, it's... So, so here's what we know, right? There's two game modes. You've got Storm, which is a PvPVE, or player versus player versus environment. And then you've got Excursion, which is a PvE. So I'm not sure how the group breakdowns are going to work. I would assume maybe a squad of four. Standard. Um... But I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's going to be like a division take on Escape from Tarkov if you want to really compare it to something. Mm. Which is going to be fucking amazing. It's definitely got potential. Like, I'm down for it. 
I know me Omi's too. down for it. So me, you, me and you, we're gonna be on this shit like a motherfucker, dude. I will. I y'all know <laughs> how I feel about division. I'm gonna end up playing it. I'm just simply saying I'm a little weary of it. Okay, like yeah, just, once mean, once well, you get in into the third game, you start running into the issue of is it a money grab? Well, well there, the thing this... is, it's Go gonna, it's gonna be a third game. Like this is not the third game. This is uh this is gonna be its own uh thing. It's gonna be a. A, like a side, yeah. a side game. Division three comes after this. Yeah, and that's when they're gonna make the uh, Netflix special. There's gonna be yep. a Netflix special. It is a money grab. <laughs> most most games I mean, are. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> but I mean, you gotta think. But at least they're going. I mean, you know, look. Ubisoft right back, okay? is not known to make shit con- to make shit games. Right. Like I'm sorry. Oh, wait, wait. This coming from the guy who just tried to rip apart the last three Assassin's Creeds. <laughs> I mean, I didn't say they were bad games, though. No, they're very, they're beautiful. I just said I mean, there was plot holes that I was concerned about because I'm a huge fan of the original games. And you're giving me crap about being a little bit concerned about the, this division, man. Like, I mean, I, I'm, I'm a I little wish bit they, concerned. They, I'm they kind of on Hell's page. Like, I kind of think that this is a bit of a money grab. Like, we just want to well, put absolutely something it's out. It's a money can. grab, but is it going to be a good money grab? I that's I'm my saying. thing, though. I I rarely see m- good money grabs. So I'm, I'm, I'm with, look, uh, they're a business, and at the core of, at the core of it, what is their business designed to do? Make obviously, money. make money, but also to make fucking uh, independent fucking. Pro, uh, Right. It's gonna be a free to play game though. How could you down that? That's and I'm not downing it for that. I'm, <laughs> I already mentioned that I'm not downing it for that. As and long like, as they don't set it up where it's same way Ubisoft win, always does it where they're gonna fucking put out all kinds of little like, cosmetics shit. and shit like that. And, and as long yeah, as it's cosmetics. That's fine. That's well, yeah. That's another dangerous territory. I think if it's going to become cosmetics or if it's all. But well, okay. Kind of seems to be so. If you guys Breakpoint was the same way, if you guys Breakpoint remember when Breakpoint, no, when you remember when Breakpoint first launched, they launched it as a pay-to-win. You could actually level your character, your weapons, all that kind of shit from the start. But then they quickly took it out, realizing like the heat that EA and all that was getting for pay-to-wins. Yeah, like, it only lasted sure. like a couple of weeks, but it, it initially launched with that. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, they but took it away. Yeah, I kind of think they example. learned their lesson. I'm just saying, I think they learned their lesson with the pay to win. You know, so you I think it'll be all cosmetic. No, no but I'm saying they're gonna bring, bring that though. shit out. <laughs> that was my argument that they would bring out a bunch of cosmetic shit. And oh, like, I okay, Omi, I'm not saying this is any way bad. But you yeah. you always jump all over those dudes. So I mean, like you know, there's gonna be people that are making this not necessarily a free to play game, like because they're going oh, crazy but, with the cosmetics. Well, for sure, it's gonna be that way. Uh, but see, the one thing I like, as long as it's uh, my thing is when time like exclusives come out, it should be timed, and they shouldn't just bring out more stuff. I mean, for veterans and stuff like that, and other games, I mean it kind of slaps other people in the face yeah as long as the it's cosmetics like uh does said i mean yeah it's all good with me yeah so so along with the game modes they have character classes okay so you've got weapon expert medic and survivalist 
They don't even have a sniper anymore. That's a survivalist. I'm pretty sure there's going to be subclasses to everything so you can mix and match. Right. And who's to say a weapon expert can't be a sniper? Right. That's I'll what most people a want. Weapon expert. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it's it, it they should have more than, you know, you could mix and match into classes. I mean, that's the best way to do it. But I mean, this is what they have so far. So this right. is just with, for launch. Like, I'm sure they're going to add more. Which they did progress. with the other games. Absolutely. The other games. That's a trend yeah, I'm noticing as well. With video games for Division 2. I think they're just kind of taking all of that and just turning it up on its head and just fucking going with it. I'm excited for it. I'm with it. I mean, I like how it's a hot take right now. You know, it, it makes it more interesting for me. Yeah. Not everything should be agreed on. I'm with that. You know, but like, I, I'm excited for it. And uh, I'm sure shit going to try it out. Don't get me wrong. Right, right. Yeah. I Especially because it's I'm free. Give it a shot. But well, because I mean, along with uh, the Division Heartland coming June, we've got the uh, the day before dropping. As, oh, I mean, as, as of right now. It's still slated for June. They haven't changed that, but they could. Yeah. And that's going to take the zombie survival on its head. I'm with it. Me too. Jimmy, I know you and I had a chat about this earlier this week, actually. Uh, You've got a very different opinion on the zombie game. Well, I'm not against them. I'm just like, I think they're a little overplayed is all. Oh, for sure. Like, the whole genre in general kind of seems like since Walking Dead. I mean, so, I mean, we're talking, like, almost 10 years of this shit going on now at this point. Like, it just, it's a little overplayed. Like, I I would love to see some different monsters kind of get some attention again. Just maybe even getting back to monsters. A new Cthulhu game would be fun. Something like that. But, I don't know. It just seems like maybe we could give the zombies a rest, maybe try to find some kind of other apocalypse. Like, kind of got excited when Des was saying that other game where, you know, this apocalypse is just going to be people. Like, maybe I would that's like more see. what I'm looking yeah, for. Yeah, that's kind of cool. See, it's cool. Like, uh, but we ever play that game, Rain? See that Vampire Rain game? Yeah. Uh, that game was awesome. It was for the 360. I, I didn't play that one. I played a couple that were in line with it, though, but I know I which mean, one you're talking about. I would about. like to, I would like to see a real blood vampire. Rain? No, 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 no. It's uh it was called Rain, I believe, or Vampire Rain. R E I N R E I yeah, you know, like like one of those ones. Yeah. Royalty, right? Yeah. I'm trying to look it up now so I can like kind of show it off. I guess I know which one he's talking about, but so like like for me like when the the werewolf the apocalypse came out came out like I had such high hopes because like I love that that tabletop game I always thought that shit was awesome and then I was like okay you know uh, back in the day for PC they made um well, I mean they made a couple cents too but uh, some Vampire the Masquerade games that were really good like you would start in like medieval times and then you know, go into like this stupor and wake up in like modern day and you're getting blood bags and shit like that. So you're not 
fucking eating humans all the time and shit. And it, it turned out really fucking good. It, it went with the tabletop game well, and then like Apocalypse just was like a clusterfuck. And I don't know. It just I want to see some good monster games again, man. I feel like we're overplaying zombies. If we keep going, like zombies really won't mean much to people anymore. They'll just be like, uh. You know, they're, they're becoming like the pawns in chess. Like, nobody gives a fuck about them. Yeah. Yeah, especially considering now. I mean, you look at zombie games back in in the day, and it was mostly just regular zombies. Now you've got fucking mutated zombies that shoot fucking weird glowing orbs at you with all this. It's like... Well, I mean, like, I even got weirded out when you had, like, the zombies that run in some games. Because, you know, like, generally... By nature, zombies are pretty slow moving. Yeah, Dying Light did a good job with that. So Dying in Dying Light 1 and 2, uh, the reason why zombies run is it's because those are the ones that are like have just turned. They still kind of have their human inhibitions and human functions, but like they're still bloodthirsty. So their their muscles have and their brain hasn't deteriorated enough yet. That's why I said if they did like another rain, the vampire. Like if you look at uh Discord, I I just posted yeah. a picture of it. Like if they did something like that multiplayer, I think that would be a hit instead of like you That'd said a cool. different different monster, different. Yeah, you know. I mean they're trying with aliens, but it, it clearly didn't. See, like, I don't. I'm with, I'm with that. I I don't mind the aliens at all. Like if they did it's it well, I, I'm yeah, very exactly. big into the sci-fi, but because aliens. I just thought, like, in in the Rainbow Six, like, alien thing, like, they just did a piss-poor job with it, like... Well, it looks like it was a rush job. That's what that was. The, uh, the, I mean, the, the game mechanics are great for that game. Yeah. But it definitely feels that. weird that it's... The, the monsters that you're fighting definitely seem kind of lackluster. Right. I mean, I guess it just felt out of, out of place for me because, I mean, like me and Omi were kind of talking about this. We were talking about the new indie movie coming out, the Indiana Jones movie coming out, you know? Yeah. And we were talking about Crystal Skull and, you know, like that movie got a lot of backlash when it came out because like all of a sudden Indiana Jones was dealing with aliens. But me and Omi were, you know, we're we both agreed that like we thought it very much so fit the Indiana Jones uh, mold and was fantasy and reality. Yeah. Mixing the fantasy with the the actual archeological theories that are out there. And like it it very much fit the indie mold. And like we, we weren't mad about crystal skull at all. We thought it fit just as well. Like temple of doom, like not everything had to be a Christian artifact with Indiana Jones. Like this was just another temple of doom. So well, I don't think that's why people were bad about it. I just think like it wasn't fitting in the narrative that they wanted it to be in. But like uh, in that instance, like those aliens fit, like they, they, they made sense. I just don't see them making sense in Rainbow <laughs> Six. Like uh, it's a really weird, like completely out of I, left. I mean, it, it wasn't even like like oh, just like oh, aliens have shown up and here we are. Is it, it they I, but 
I don't know. Based it on the trailer really I saw, it looks shit. more like fucking like the symbiote from Venom or something. Yeah, it's some so kind like, of, yeah. And the thing that really bugs me about it is so far as I know, I haven't really gone very far into it, but there's no real story to follow as to why this is happening. You're just supposed to stop it from happening. Right. Like, okay. And that's why... I- I think they should really bring back like the original Rainbow Six, like Vegas yeah. and everything like that. Just, just stick with that. Yeah. Well, I mean, and it harkens back to what you were saying like last week, <laughs> how about like um, Breakpoint? You know, when we were talking about like letdowns and shit, like you were saying you were let down with Breakpoint because of all the the, the drones, um, drones. Yeah. Like to me, if it's a Tom Clancy game, like let's just stick to people and bad guys. Like that's what yeah. you're good at. Well, like Tom that's Clancy what makes did have the drones and stuff. I mean, I, I well, I yeah, but like dude, I don't think we need yeah. to overuse them the way that they are, dude. Like those, like even the Azrael the parabolic drones, drones point, and shit like that. Man. Well, you gotta look at the thing about Tom Clancy is he fits like modern day stuff with science fiction, like really the high class technology. Like uh, that's this whole thing. If you read any of his like his uh, books and stuff like that, it's definitely a hundred percent like that. Oh no, no, I'm not saying like he doesn't have that shit in his books and stuff. He does, but I'm just saying like it's it felt a bit overplayed in Breakpoint. Like, well, yeah, like, I mean, can, can you've you got them in something? Division, and they're not overused in Division. Like they're just kind of sort of there here and there. Like, like it's it's a developing technology, you know. Like it's not something yeah. we're using. And the all the fucking, time, and like, I get that breakpoint camo in the guys. future, but still, yeah. Oh, those that, active camo guys are fuck, fuck. They're those pain in the ass, and it's like I guarantee those suits are probably what, like two hundred, three hundred thousand dollars a piece, and you've got yeah. six of them at each base. Bullshit. Like, hey. there's well, no you, way. Yeah, uh, let me just put it this way: but uh, Predator and you know Terminator is okay. Well, I mean, those are just like fun little event <laughs> no, things, man. I know, I know, but let me just put it that I'm just throwing that out there. That that's cool, but you know, this isn't. Yeah, basically. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, just, just clear that. I have no. Just clear that. I have out. No rebuttal. Uh, okay, uh, Jimmy, uh, see you, thieves. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, they escaped yeah. that one quick. Okay, so yeah, so the Sea of Thieves like came out with their well, the start of their updates that they're doing this year. You know, they they did their big announcement, and uh, while season six hasn't started yet, that doesn't start till like mid March. They've already jumped off with the first adventure, and that was pretty fucking entertaining. Like me and Omi jumped on there, did it together. I think it wasn't quite what we expected, but I'm not disappointed. Like, I, I think this is just the first showcasing of it. Yeah, yeah, because this was really just that's what it was about. It what was it really can just, be. Well, no, no, yeah. no it, it's kind of like, like this is what's going on, and this is what's starting it it's all. It's the starter. Yeah, it's the starter. How path. it's gonna go? Yeah. But we want to make a disclaimer. Spoiler alert. We're going to sit down and we're going to rip this fucking adventure apart because it's only available for another week anyway. So if you haven't done it by now, you're going to get spoiled. Um, so if you don't want to hear this shit, skip ahead. Um, <laughs> but 
when you spawn in, you got Lorena out there. She's, you know, beckoning you to come talk to her. And I told you guys, like, last week there was an option about how the Sea of Thieves was getting odd, and she was talking about how there's some strange shit going down, but she doesn't really know what's happening, and that she'll let you know as soon as she knows something. But, uh, so this week, she actually had some shit, and, like, when you get to that option, it says, like, start adventure. So you click on that, she starts talking to you about how uh, Golden Sands Outpost has been hit, and that there was a big uh, siege and assault there, and all the merchants and everything have gone missing. So uh, she's like, you know, if you could go check out Golden Sands, try to find any clues that you can as to maybe what happened there. So you go to Golden Sands, of course, it's just like it was last week when me and Omi went, you know, covered in fog, fires all over the place, big battle has gone down, obviously. The clues weren't so easy for us to find. We thought they were <laughs> right there, like staring us in the face. We went everywhere, checked every nook and cranny, finally found ourselves back in the tavern. We found, we saw some notes we didn't see originally. And then right there in front of us is a fucking compass on the table. A really cool compass called the Shrouded Compass. You end up getting it at the end of this adventure. So it's kind of like a little uh, prize that you're going to end up receiving. But uh I don't, Omi didn't agree with me on this, but I kind of felt it felt in line with like the uh, the shrouded equipment that we've been getting, like the ghost instruments and stuff from the pirate's life and things like that. It's a little bit more not see through as those are, but I mean, it just felt like it was one of those ghostly objects. To but me it wasn't. In line with it's it. not even but, the same name. It's no, I get name. that, but yeah. I'm just saying, like it. It feels like they're trying to continue those types of objects and equipment. I could see that. I could see that 100%. Um, I look at it as I hope they're coming out with a, the new set of that kind of thing. You know, hopefully they come out with like weapons and, you know, like the shovels that would be cool. equipment. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But um, so when you grab the compass, it, it leads you towards um, Crescent Isle which, you know, we kind of talked about last week that it was also covered in fog and I wasn't really sure what was going on or, or why. So when you get to Crescent Isle, the compass will lead you up the hill to where Belle is. And she talks about how she came from the, the Sea of the Damned, that she had spent a lot of time there. She knew all kinds of shit about the Sea of Thieves. And somehow, some way, the Sea of the Damned is figuring out a way to join the sea of thieves and that's why more and more islands are being swallowed up and like while i was originally only aware of crescent isle and golden sands like we've come to find that there is also shipwreck devil's ridge is covered in fog like quite a few islands already are and then we didn't even realize it but so she has you continue the adventure and says like the last thing that I, you know, the, the last island to get covered in the fog was in the, in the wilds and it's got a bunch of ghost ships around it. So go to the wilds and look for an island covered in fog with ghost ships. So you take the, uh, the flame of the dam from the brazier behind her because that's going to be required. 
and she tells you to do it anyway, so it's not like you can fuck it up. But and I love that flame. I love that fucking light yeah. green blue. Fl- that yeah. is like my favorite color Hell. on the boat. Yeah. So yeah. So after you get the the flame from her, you take that. You go to Shipwreck Bay, which is just south of Dagger Two. So if you're like looking for it on your map, just look for Dagger Tooth Outpost. Go just south of that. It's right there. And you're gonna see a bunch of ghost ships and shit, like big galleon ghost ships. And like me and Omi thought, like, oh, okay, man, maybe we gotta fight these ghost ships, get onto the island, see what's going on from there. So we took some pot shots at the fucking uh, galleons and it didn't do shit. Like I was hitting rock behind them. You can't fucking touch them, so don't even worry about them. They don't attack you. They don't do shit. They just sit there. We get onto the island. There are brazers all over the place. And there will be like little ghost dudes pointing you in the direction of the next one. And every time you light one with the soul of the, or the flame of the dam, like a little cutscene pops up. So after the little cutscene, each one's a little different. Kind of tells a story about how these uh, sailors of the damned kind of were dealing with their treasure and what they were doing to put things in like emotion for their plan. And I don't want to spoil too much of that because the cutscenes are really fun. But so you light eight of them, then you light a like a jail cell that's got like a skeleton in it. And that starts a boss fight with waves and waves of phantoms. And then you get this phantom boss that comes in. And he's a motherfucker. There are some cannons there. There's like ghost gunpowder barrels to fuck with shit so i oh, mean like man. you've got some stuff to like fight back with right on so you're not just like you get five bullets and your sword and that's it <laughs> well they had we had two teams man we had yeah oh, no way well because we did it twice the when we did it yeah. by ourselves like it was just us but the second time yeah we had another crew of a galleon with us as well um because we were, we did it with uh dope later on oh yeah and then that kind of upset me because dope didn't turn it in at the end <laughs> but yeah, no kind so, of a second time. so like while you're fighting the boss guy there will be like and the phantoms there will be like these little relic pieces that drop and those are kind of like a new currency uh, a new type of treasure that you turn into bell and she'll give you quite a bit of money for it like they're worth more than a um a villainous skull or you know something like that like they're about 12 to 1500 a piece so they're, they're worth quite a bit but after you beat the boss you're gonna get one final map to like a treasure for us the first time that treasure was on crescent isle which is great because bell was there we just turned it right in and we were done <laughs> second time when we were doing it with dope it, it sent us to devil's ridge and that's how i know like there there are islands in every section of the map that are being covered in the shrouded shit but it's going to give you what they call like a relic skull. And it's this really cool looking like shrunken head tiki looking skull. Like it's pretty cool. Uh, you take that to Belle and she tells you that like she fears that this isn't over and this is just the start of what's to come. So I kind of think it's going to be going into like a collision of between the Sea of the Dam and the Sea of Thieves. And that's when those like forts that are going to be popping up with the phantoms will start to show up later on this year and all those kinds of things so this was a really fun little start it doesn't take very long i mean maybe an hour hour and a half to play through it all 
you know, maybe two if you're really taking your time, you're not a great sailor or some shit. But yeah, it wasn't very long. Like it, it was a lot of fun. I mean, yeah. I could see how these are going to shape the world and change things. And, and uh, it definitely makes sense that it's only a two week long thing, that it's not like the event length, I mean, is two, only two weeks long. Like the adventure itself doesn't seem like it takes up a whole lot of time. No, like you like, don't have to parse out four days to be able to do it. Well, I, I see it as not really like the pirate life update, which was like a, but I believe it's going to be a high action packed like the pirate life. Nice. Yeah, I think it's going to be a, a pretty high impact gameplay. This one, it's going to be more focused on action than story. I think- I think it's just going to play out a little bit more like the original Tall Tales because those didn't come out like kind of all at once. They came out like the first Tall Tale and then the second Tall Tale and the third. Like they're going to play it out like that where this is going to be a really epic story. Like Omi just said, it's just going to play out over time. Yeah. Like, but yeah, I definitely like the fact that they kind of kept it short. Like they kept it to a point where like, yeah, you could get on in one session and, and hammer this out pretty quick. Like, and it, it definitely Especially seemed to be opening like up me. alliances again because people were a lot more cooperative towards working together. Like to me, that was a huge plus. Like, I, I, you know me, I like my alliances and shit. So, well, that's why I think they brought out the other update first that you can bury the treasure throughout the maps. You know, I think they're trying to really build a community now. I can see that. Uh, the community in general just seems to be getting friendlier. Like I, I've yeah. noticed more like I get on and there's either treasure waiting for me on the dock or there's like some supply crates and shit and like kind of things just there waiting for me to help me get going quicker. You know, like people seem to be thinking about others more. I don't know if the community day had anything to do with that or kind of what's going not. on, but i don't know i've been having fun with it like i definitely suggest anybody that's even remotely into sea of thieves like you know go check that shit out it's a lot of fun it's it's definitely something different like yeah it's just good shit it's good shit no yeah no man's guy has an update coming out I uh, haven't been playing this game nearly long enough to know how big of an impact it has on the game. Uh, but apparently, according to the community, it's huge and it's great and amazing. But one thing that like really got me excited was seeing the like the the address from the CEO mentioning that like this isn't even nearly the end of the updates that you'll be seeing for No Man's Sky. Like every update, this is what he was quoted to say, is every update they put out, they see new opportunities in the game for things that they can do. So like as their list gets smaller, another list gets made, which is kind of exciting. Especially because, if I remember correctly, when No Man's Sky came out, it was under a fucking class action lawsuit because, it, yes. yeah. Uh, essentially, what they did is when they coded it, the game was constantly creating itself. So Yeah, it it's got an algorithm inside. Planet upon, planet upon, planet upon, planet upon, planet. And it was just getting way too big and it was 
crashing and it just there was nothing to do and nobody could find each other it was yeah no one could find each other and then there was also the issue that like in the trailer like pre-launch uh they were showing like being able to interact with the environment and the trees and the animals and things like that and then when it came out none of that was available so they were under class action because of uh falsified advertisement or something like that not being able, or not not giving what they promised, uh, which is I don't know crazy. who it was that saw the potential in it, but good on them. Yeah, I'm so glad. A really good game now. It is fantastic. When I first loaded it up, I I kind of thought the same thing that I did when I was playing Sea of Thieves. Is that like, all right, this looks great. The it, the textures are cool, but like it looks a little cartoony. But the more I play it, the more I was like, all right, it's not so cartoon. And it's the same with, with uh, Sea of Thieves. It's like, all right, this isn't, it's still cartoony, but like, fuck, this is a beautiful game. <laughs> yeah, I get that a lot with people that are just like, every time they first see it, they're like, it's really cartoony. And I'm like, yeah, but give it a chance because the physics are so real that like, by the time you play it for just a little bit, like you're not even thinking about the cartoony aspect. Anymore. Yeah, exactly. You're looking at the horizon, watching the sunrise, like, like the fucking that, wind yeah, that, blow the top of the waves. Like, like the the cartoony aspect just kind of gives it like this charm and kind of yeah. makes it funny and silly. Like you know, like it, it, it helps it. I think definitely. That's why I think like. Um, you know, Ubisoft, Skull and Bones, they're, they're working on, like, I think it might flop as a pirate game. I, I think yeah, if you have too much reality and realism to yeah, it, it's like... taking it, itself too seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, again, I'm a little weary about that yeah. one. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of taking itself too seriously, uh, you guys want to do a tip jokes? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm already ready to go. Oh, yeah. I've been high as fuck this whole time. <laughs> Hell yeah. This week, I have a little more than beer. Yeah, there's that beer. Yeah. This one's um, Hotline Plaza. Uh, I was going to say, is it a Puppers? No, I don't have the Puppers this week. Ooh, it's ooh, juicy. It's a juicy pan. Look at it. Ooh. That's not so good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I guess I'll go first. Have you guys ever come up with like a motto or mantra when you played a video game? And if you have, what is that motto or mantra? Uh da da, it's hold my beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Other than hold my beer, that kind of goes without saying. Because you didn't come up with that. I mean, I thought I did. Everyone who said it thought they did. That's good. I didn't. I don't either. Most of the time, mine's is like, fuck it. That's, that's like yeah. my motto with everything. Fuck but it. That's just Let's like try. the Gen X motto in general. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. I mean, a really common one for me that's uh, transitioned into my daily life is there's no such thing as overkill. That's like in a video game, you fucking 
go in, especially in GTA. It's like, oh, I got to go retrieve this thing here. Let me take this vehicle that has a minigun on top of it. Or let me drive my tank or my flying rocket with a fucking rocket launcher on the front of it. Yeah, give me my like, flying no such thing as rocket overkill. launchers, man. Um, no but thing. like the one that has stuck with me, and I mean, I kind of want to get no such thing as overkill tattooed somewhere on me. But like the one that I actually have a plan for a tattoo uh years ago and this is part of why i don't like the the division series now uh is because fucking division one did everything right uh customization was great the 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 weapon balance was good and then they added the survival game like the survival mode for that and it was the most fun i think i've ever fucking had in a video game in a long time uh i got on with a buddy of mine so often like every fucking every day we would work together and we would talk about the fucking survival mode and how we fucked up the night before and how we're going to do better tonight and then we'd go home eat do our thing and then fucking get on and we'd like execute our plan um and we ended up having a mantra because in in that survival mode you have an hour like that's that's it that was part of what i liked about it it's like if you know you have an hour to play a game, you can play that survival mode and you have a maximum of one hour to get out of the, the, the fucking the game. <clears throat> or to exfil. See, uh, I could see me and Omi doing that and we go all Hudson Hawk style and be like <laughs> swinging on a star. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Fuck it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, so we had a, a, a motto. It was uh, always forward, never back. And that one fucking, that one was a lot of fun to fucking kind of chant out when, especially when you got to the areas where there were like six bosses in a one block radius. And it's like, all right, well, we can fight our way forward and try to beat this, or we can go back and freeze to death and not complete it. Like, all right, let's fucking keep going forward. Let's always keep going forward. Right. Well, okay. I wouldn't say like I've come up with a mantra, but like there was a, I guess like a title that I try to achieve in fucking every game I play, and like that I I feel like I've come up with, and it. This is not something I got for someone else, but I've just always called it professional badass. You know, yeah. like you got to be a professional badass. Like that's so, I get like when you say the tattoo, like that reminded me because that's the one thing, like from my video game life, that I would get tattooed on me is professional yeah. badass, just because I think it's funny as shit. And yeah. <laughs> Hold on. it's funny because I do have a tattoo that says "fuck it." So nice. <laughs> 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 just putting that out there, you know. <laughs> yeah that's kind of always been my thing of like you know i you know you gotta be a professional badass like oh yeah that's what being in a video game is all about like just you're gonna do some crazy shit fuck it like just get it done yeah and and especially with that too like it's gonna happen like a lot of the time you're everyone is a professional badass you just got to be in the in the zone like if you try well, too no, hard you just, 
Like this There's no badass. time for hesitation sometimes. Yo, exactly. hesitation gets you killed. And that's what well, I was fuck, like. Dying that's Light where the 2 is a great me. example of that. And yeah, Dying Light 1. That's where the, that's where the fucking came into place. You know, like, but, you don't want to hesitate. Just just do it. Yeah. Hell yeah. How about you, Des? You come up with any... No. I, I... no. <laughs> Not that I big have, of a I don't. I mean, if I had to come up with one, like, it's probably fine. Or probably... I wonder if I can do this. Yeah, I've, I've heard you say that a lot. Like, hey guys, can we do this? <laughs> nope, can't do that. I wonder what happens if. <laughs> yeah, really. Fuck it. <laughs> Silence because I died. Uh, Jimmy, what's your what's your TED Talks question? All right. So, like, yeah, playing a lot of Red Dead with Omi this week, and. Uh, Kind of made me like realize because uh, I only has this one anytime it rains and storms. We talked about this on the podcast before because he was hit by lightning. His butt puckers every time a fucking storm comes up and red that. Yeah. And it kind of made me go, all right, you know, we all have those moments in video games where your butt puckers, you know, like, you know, shit's about to go down. You know, it's going to be bad. You know, it's going to be angry in prison style and you just want it over as quick as possible. (laughs) So what in a video game makes your butt pucker? Like, I'm not necessarily saying it has to be one thing because, like, I know there's quite a few things in games that can trigger you like that, you know, like. So in RPGs, when you're in a dungeon and you find a chest with a whole bunch of good weapons and you see a little autosave thing at the bottom left-hand corner or right corner. Yeah. That's when you know shit's about to get real. Yeah. Uh, high, the setup to any boss fight from Dante's Inferno on like the hardest <laughs> difficulty for sure made my butthole pucker every time. Oh, high, high ledges, you know, uh, anything to deal with, like, you know, you jumping across something, like platforming, you know, and it just looks like a little out of reach and it's a high as hell, you know, it's just like instant death. <laughs> you get that yeah. that case of vertigo. I don't get the vertigo, but I get the rest of that. For me, I like know. I got a couple. I mean, Sea of Thieves. Anytime I see a powder keg, <laughs> uh, and and fucking dying light for exactly everything that we just said is like a lot of that game is jump puzzles that involve like. Yep jumping onto a lamppost that's 40 feet in the air and like if you fall you're definitely dead and yep. like you can't miss it as a small target yeah honestly for me it's like sea of thieves you know when you're soloing in a sloop and all of a sudden you see that galleon come around the fucking other side of an island and you're just like yep. Oh, this is gonna be so bad. This is gonna be so bad. Like, <laughs> oh, I get that so hard. Oh my god. Um, oh, I got another one. You know, like Red Dead. You know, you see a guy trying to mess with you. You kill one of them, and you see seven Red Dead's dots pop up. Oh fuck, dude! Yeah, they just invite like the entire server, and all of a sudden it's red everywhere. Yeah. 
He's got a posse. Yep. Now you know you're in for it. Who is that moment? <laughs> I realized that. Like that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Definitely GTA, like you're doing like a nightclub sale or something like that, solo. And you see yeah. that like herd of fucking oppressors coming up your ass. <laughs> and you're like right there by the turn in. You're just like, am I gonna make it or am I about to get clusterfucked? You know, like, see, I'm the exact opposite. <laughs> when I when that happens, I'm like, come get it, motherfuckers. Like, I've got that. I can do that. I can fucking get this. You got you ain't got shit. I'm faster than your rockets. I'm not, but yeah. Well, see, like, and my truck can take a few hits, but like it's just like, am I gonna get hit enough that this isn't gonna matter? Like yeah. <laughs> Like that's a lot of oppressors. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Oh yeah. Uh, Omi, what's your? Uh, you you got a great Tetos question. I've actually oh, had this you. this argument with myself many times. All right. Uh, do you think that uh, open world games are the way of the future? And if so, are they killing linear games? I sure as shit hope so. Like I love open world games, man. Me like, too. Don't get me wrong. I grew but, up on all that linear shit. Like, but like, there's some people. Like I said, my me and my son had this argument, and like, yeah, he, yeah, we already established that Rosie is wrong. Like, no, I'm saying, but he, he looks at it like it's taking away from the story. I can see his aspect of it. Well, you know, no, like, but see, that's the thing, like, that I really like, because you look at, like, Red Dead, that's open world, you know, uh, well, uh, GTA, I told you, like, you kind of get to pick. Well, uh, that's what I'm saying. With my, like, oh, with my um, outlook, I see a, a mountain on the horizon. I ask myself, can I climb it? Or is it just on rails? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I always want to know what's on the other side of them. Like, exactly. I enjoy getting to explore. I enjoy the fact that I can take the story as I choose. Like, if I really want to be heavy into like just getting story shit done, I can do that. Like, there's nothing stopping me. But if I want to take a break from the story because it's just getting intense, or like, you know, I'm burnt out on it, or whatever. Maybe it's in like a lull. Like it's having the hard. option to go explore and find some side quest, but he's like, like "Oh, it's just, yeah, he's yeah, waiting. or it's he too hard." Saying, you know, maybe I need some levels and better equipment. Like, but he's saying it's my old way of thinking, you know. But I'm like, it's the advancement of the, you know, it's the advancement of the technology. I mean, it's gonna get easier to make these open world games. You know, it's gonna be easier to do these things, especially with the, the Unreal Engine Five. Like, absolutely and see, i I'm, see that is the future to to like you know is that they're they're making all these games open world most of these games are going towards open world you know is there see, still going to be linear games yeah for sure there's always but like i games. think they're the linear games are more like throwbacks to us old fogies that you know like that style i mean yeah well, I, I play some. I've got some. I've got fucking Jay and Silent Bob's Mall Brawl on my fucking Xbox, dude. That, that's like a literally like a 16-bit fucking linear game. Like, and I fucking love the shit out of it because you're just beating up Easter bunnies and shit in the mall. Like, right? Uh, but, yeah, I get that. But I, like, my love is it, open to me, world it's just games. A I love, yeah. Like yeah, I, I love play for the games. 
Well, like, and Halo did a really good job of it. Halo has right. famously always been a very linear game, but yeah. with Infinite, it became an open world game. The, the thing with it, though, is the missions were still linear. Like, you, would, you could have the option to go right. explore the ring and do the outpost missions and do all this sort of stuff, but once you got to, like, a mission start, much like Division... Uh, like it was very much like go this way, this is this hallway. You can go but left or right, uh, but both left and right go to the same door. Like, well, it, see, it that's why I say I, I look at it this way. I said that's a start, you know what I mean? Yeah. Most of these games, that's a, that's a start to be a direct open world game, you know what I mean? It's just a start. I, that, yeah. I, I feel like that's just a way that linear gaming is never going to die. I feel like a strictly linear game is not going to be nearly as popular, especially, and I'm going to go kind of philosophical with this, open world uh-huh. games gives the player the ability to feel like they've got more of a choice right. and they don't necessarily have that in their day-to-day life. So right. like being able to make the choice to go do this mission or fuck around and like do side quests and help out the locals and things like that is going to be a little bit more like uh, yeah appetizing to to a bigger audience um but on top of that i mean dying light 2 as far as i've seen the side missions have affected the story missions like if i uh, there's a couple of characters that have have unfortunately died because i wasn't fast enough or i said the wrong things or whatever and right. there have been cutscenes where, like, in the story where they've mentioned that character dying. And, like, I know right. you tried your best, but you, like, that you couldn't do anything. And, like, all that, like, they actually fucking, they thought this deep into the game to actually include these details, which I think is, it's just incredible. Well, that's what I mean. Is is that going to be the future? Like, as in, like, uh, like I said, is that going to be the future with you know open world games? Is it going to be that, or that's going to take over linear games? Decision based games are also going to be a big niche because, I mean, it's it is kind of stressful. Like, (laughs) you don't know what your decision is going to do. You don't know if you're making your life easier or harder or like it. it, This yeah, they're definitely a niche. I love it because I play the tall tale games, you know, I played Wolf Among Us, and, you know, the Walking Dead games. I love them. Yeah. But, you know, I I rather pick an open world game over those. I mean, not hating on them because I'm waiting for the new uh, Wolf Among Us game. I, I want to play it. I you don't know? think it's going to be coming out. Well, I do because they said it's going to be coming out. <laughs> Did they? Yeah. Because I know, like, talked about it and then they shelved it and then telltale ended up well, fucking selling going bottom on your belly up or some shit well yeah they're they're um they're they're under a new company now yeah telltale is gone but they're under a new company now and they took over all the games so they said they're coming out with another wolf among us holy shit uh, so, Des, do you, what do you think about open world versus the new games? Do you think open world is going to dominate I mean, the market? It depends on the story you want to tell. And if you really want to get technical, I mean, one of the only open world games there are, are like something like uh, Daisy. 
uh, because there's a, still an end story, so it's all linear. I mean, if you want to argue semantics, like, is a game truly open world? Um, in a if you have a, a case, I mean, it's an end, kind of linear. But I mean, like, can you explore? Is it on rails? Right. I, I no, I get it. I get it. I was arguing semantics. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't by know, that logic, good. I like I've I've played, logic. Sea of Thieves is also that. Like, I like the I've played games outlook. that are awesome that are linear. Yeah, I would say Seas isn't linear at all because it's a player driven story rather than a story. Yeah, right. Kind of like Daisy. And Ark. And... Right. You get it. Like I said, Daisy, all that. I mean, like, it's the, the path. Yeah. Red you Dead can do online. anything you want. You could you could follow yeah. the missions. You could role play. You, could, you know, yeah, you could create your character. Definitely the full definition of open world. If you, yeah. you want to get down to semantics, you're right, Des. But I mean, I don't know. I've played games that are good that are linear. I've played games that are great that are open I mean, world. It just depends on it depends on the story that you want to tell or the story right, you want to play. Right. So like, I mean, for sure, some me, games work better really... as a linear game. Other games work better as an open world. What I'm saying is the time goes open world out for me was EverQuest because that was the first time you came into a game where it was literally about exploring the world and doing whatever you wanted and there really was no end. Well, right. But if you, um, I'm talking about in the future, future, you know, as it's going to be easier to make open world games, is it going to kill linear games? I don't think it's going to kill it. I think there's still going to be linear games that get made. Well, yeah. Well, I'm saying you're talking about like third party companies and stuff like that that are like, you know, I'm talking about like AAA titles. You know, there's a lot of still linear AAA titles out there, you know, but is that going to be, I mean, the way that the future is going and how like even Facebook's even going into that aspect, you know, I'm, I, that's what I look at. It. You know, everybody's trying to go into the to big open world gaming, you know, community. Well, I mean, I majority mean, of the big titles nowadays anyway are open world, so I mean, it's kind of already happened. Well, yeah, I could see that. But, I mean, it's there's still going to be linear titles. And, and like that said, like even to an extent, those open world games are linear because there is a story that you're ultimately following. Yeah, you've got because up to you. As Red Dead, I can't, I can't just it. stop in the middle and then you know finish the yeah. game. I can understand that. You got to continue along that linear path. You can just expand out from that in a bigger map, which is great. It just depends on the type of game you're wanting to do. Because like a game, a game like Mass Effect could not have been done linear. A game like GTA can't be done linear. Uh, But then like a game like uh, Blood Rain couldn't be done open world. You don't think so? Nah, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't have been nearly as good. Look at what happened with um, Arkham. Yeah, I yeah. can see that. Arkham Asylum but, like, was great for what oh, it was, yeah. and then when they they, they pushed saying, the open world a lot, and they just it just got kind of weird. Well, I'm, I'm not saying, saying they're bad games. I enjoyed no, like saying, Arkham Knight, Arkham Origins, Arkham City. Well, me but too. Arkham but Asylum they were was like great. you're saying they they were like you know not the, at their their best. But I mean. I could I could see where you're coming from, but I'm saying as the games come out, you know, as in like you know, it's going to be easier to do a lot less a uh, lot less work on that and more on the um on the writing and stuff like that. It's going to be easier on that. Oh yeah, you know, for sure. You know, that's the way I look at it. 
I mean, as technology grows, it's just going to be easier to do these things. It's going to take a lot less time, just like the old system. You know? Right. I'm watching I mean, the trailer for the or maybe us too right now. See, I told you, man. Holy I told you. shit. And they're coming out with another lollipop chainsaw. Oh, Ooh. fuck yeah. That oh, was yeah. great. Fun. That was so much fun. No, I thought it was yeah, such a ridiculously stupid, us. fun like I love it. Love such it. A good I'm game. saying such a good story. You want to talk about over oversaturated the zombie market? That one was it's yeah, it was fun. great. It's it's funny, it's you know, it's comical, it's over gory. I love it. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rip the one dude's arm off. But I'm saying that that Wolf Among Us, I'm so hyped for. Yeah, I love that game. Um, I mean, this isn't really a rant. <clears throat> oh, that was like a clear shock. of the throat. Yeah, I don't see that as a rant. Um, yeah, that's just how uh, that's how upset I am about this. No, okay, so um, this isn't really a rant. It, EA had some kind of like town hall meeting, internal meeting uh, regarding why Battlefield 2042 was so bad. And their reasons are just appalling. It's just laziness. Um, number one, they blame the pandemic. Uh, for starters, and like, I know you guys can attest to this as well, like how many games have come out during the pandemic, AAA or whatever have come out during the pandemic and they've well, been like, amazing. I, I could see, like, at the beginning of the pandemic, like, it made sense because everybody was struggling to the adjustment and figuring out how to get done. <clears throat> but, like, at this point, they've been, they've all been doing it for so long that it's really not an excuse. Anymore. Like, everybody seems to have figured out how to, like, carry about their development, you know, with business from home and well, whatnot. Uh, and, I Zoom think of it as whatever. Yeah, but right now it's an easy blame. It just seems like it's an easy hot potato. Like uh, it's the pandemic. There you go. Like but, no, I, I thought mean, it was. I thought it was a real bullshit answer. Like yeah, uh, oh. and I agree with hell. Like it was just lazy on their part, and then like yeah. it just got worse from there. Like they just well, yeah. Uh, the next reason they gave was because the uh, game engine that they were using was out of date. And that definitely seems like a, a you problem because it, I mean, you're the one, developer. And yeah, you're the developer. One, there's a new console that's coming out while you're developing this. This console is already out, or both of these consoles are already out. Um, there's new game engines that are already out. So you're complaining about the fact that you had to move or migrate your entire game from one game engine to the other. It, you shouldn't have had to do that in the first place if you were smart and put the game on the on an up-to-date game engine or on an advanced game engine. Be it, be ahead of the curve. You've got a fucking a great premise for a game. Use it. Go ahead, above and beyond with it. Yeah, I mean, the trailers looked amazing. That's why I bought it. I mean, I looked at the trailers. I was like, man, the gameplay. I was like, man, this looked amazing. Absolutely. And then, I mean, that's why no that's why I bought it I put money down on it I I uh I pre-ordered it damn day. yeah I pre-ordered it I mean I had so much faith in it I was like man this is going to be amazing
I mean, they're going to, of course, they're going to blame everything under the sun now. It's a shame that you would blame it instead of yourself. Like, hey, guys, we messed up. You know, we're going to try and make this better here. You know, we're going to do it within patches. You know what I mean? Systematically make this better if you guys could trust us. You know, I mean, don't just blame everything under the sun. Hey, this this is our fault. Just say it. I mean, that's why. Did you hear how many people want to um, want a refund? That ain't never gonna happen. That ain't never way. Never gonna get a refund. Yeah, so many people. <laughs> Not out of EA. Damn, that's for damn no, sure. No, no. I'm saying they say so many people want a refund. They have like, a, you know, they want to sign a petition for asking for a refund, and uh, oh, I guess it, it has them in the slightest on that. No, you can't blame them, but it's never gonna happen. It, uh, I think it did with another game recently. Well, yeah, but I'm saying we're from EA. Yeah, well, I know CD Projekt Red did refund a lot with. Uh, yeah, that was the one. But was it? A, but wasn't it only PC players? No, I think it was. A, it was anyone who signed the petition. Yeah, really? I think that one was yeah. pretty much everybody who said they had a bad time experience. Well, but I mean, I like, hope EA does it. I want my money. Yeah, back. I hope so. For the, Look. for the sake of everyone else, um, uh, but like because of the migration, it caused a lot of bugs in the game, and then EA also blamed that for the reason why the game sucked when it was launched. And I mean, again, that seems like a you problem because you rushed the game to try to make up for Battlefield and all the other games that are coming out. Well, no, Halo came out and Call of Duty was coming out, and they just they rushed the Battlefield to you know be part of that. For the fact of that, you're saying that um, you should have brought it out as a, a beta so people could test it. Yeah, it just feels like there wasn't proper testing. There wasn't. I don't yeah. know. It, it was mean, just it was, like shit. They should they know better. Like, you know better. You've been doing this long enough. Yeah, you know better. You've been making these games for 20 fucking years now. Like I'm saying, but they did. They brought it out as an early access and they didn't beta test it. I mean, their, their beta crazy. test was basically launch, and they even flat out said that. They were like, you know, oh, you know, we're trying to work out bugs still. Like, well, dude, well, no, you, you don't be beta testing at launch. Like you beta tested prior to launch, so the bugs are worked out right. at launch. That's, like, that's my point. <laughs> That was my point. Uh, you needed they needed a uh, a longer beta test. You know, it shouldn't have been. I hey, play free for a week in advance, and then you know, like, hey, how you feel about it? Like, no, that should have been out uh, fucking a month in advance, yeah, at least longer. Absolutely. You know. Yeah. Um, and then finally, like to to tie it all together, they finally blamed Halo for the the ultimate failure of of 2042 i was like yeah halo was a great success and it was released for free and but it was ready to come out when it did exactly did you hear, did you hear how they did you hear how they blamed it though they blamed it as in like uh they were like uh, they were like well i thought everybody basically was gonna have a broken game <laughs> like what uh, that you can't go off of that. You know, Halo is such a good game. You're gonna you're gonna blame it on Halo for being good. It wasn't because remember the launch trailer of Halo, everybody was mad about it. So they waited a year 
to fucking fix Halo. If you yeah, don't and people that. were still pissed off with their release. Well, yeah, because yeah. Halo was supposed to release with the system last year. Yeah, it was supposed to be a launch. Yeah, launch fucking title. And I mean, I'm, I'm, well, I mean, I didn't get the console launch, but I'm, I'm okay with when it came out. Like that. Oh yeah, as long as it's good. I mean, if it's polished, it's polished. I mean, apparently, you know, your game was not polished. You can't blame anybody but yourself. Hold it back for another year like they did. Exactly. I mean, you'll lose yeah. some money, but ultimately you'll gain a lot more. The market's yeah, going to drop by then. Halo's going to lose popularity. Call of Duty's going to lose popularity. Like, Absolutely. Sure, you're going to miss a year. They've released a Battlefield every year for the past six years. Who gives a well, fuck? Well, that's kind of my other <laughs> thing with EA. It's like, when you look at Call of Duty and Battlefield, like you guys are constantly trying to um, do yourselves, like outdo time. yourselves and, and put out a new game every year. Like this isn't Madden. It doesn't need a new game every year. No. Like it makes sense with the sports games because the lineups change, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. I get that. They make a new game for those every year, but like maybe take two or three years and make the next Call of Duty yeah. or take two or three years and make the next Battlefield. Do what fucking 343 is doing with Halo. Like, they're not trying to put out a Halo every fucking year. Nope. They're like, no. They're, the, uh, what I'm really excited about is make it good. Yeah. What I'm really excited about and they haven't touched on it a whole lot is uh, the the Endless. Like, they mentioned a lot in the, the campaign for Halo the, is the Endless and all this. You never see them, you never meet them, you never find out what they are. But fucking three four three is already registered for copyright for Halo: The Endless, which isn't going to be another game. It's going to be a DLC for the for campaign. This, right? for yeah, exactly. That that's exactly what I'm talking about. Like I I don't see them like trying to put out another game right now. They're going to kind of do what like Destiny did and um, put out new DLCs that are continuing the story as it goes. Like this is going to be built on for a while, <laughs> right? But making your special game special. I mean, this is supposed to be your 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 flagship titles. Yeah, if you like, want, I, I, I honestly got think like if Call of Duty and Battlefield were smart, they would be taking pages from like uh, the Ghost Recons and Divisions and things, making a, a story mode again because that's something their games have kind of been lacking on the last like okay. ten well, years. Battlefield is doing and that. instead that's of doing that. Fucking EA's like, yeah, Battlefield 2042 sucks because Halo. Like, yeah. What the yeah. fuck? Hot I mean, potato. That's what I said. Yeah. With the with the campaign argument though, uh, Battlefield, and we I kind of touched on this fucking weeks ago. I think actually a couple months ago. Yeah, they said um, that they were gonna they're, go they're gonna back to making, start making like, campaigns, and yeah, that Call of Duty was universe. gonna be doing the opposite and going back yeah. to just free for all PvP, but. I'm just saying, like, focus on a bit of both, you know, make it that you have your your online player versus player mode, because, like, the Tom Clancy ones aren't very good. Like, their oh, PvP like is not great. Like, you have that that niche. Like, people love your shit, so you've got that part. But, like, give us some story to learn how to play. You oh, know? Absolutely. I would love to see uh, Call of Duty do co-op. Like I, yeah, I enjoy story playing the stories of a game. It gets me the basics of the game before I go in. You know, I did it with Red Dead. I did it with, you know, 
Every, every game I play online, I, I played the story out first. That, yeah. That's how Except you learn the game. Except for GTA. That one, I just was like, I got this, hold my beer. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, I just jumped in. Like, I still haven't fucking played the story of GTA. Like, It's a I'm, good I'm story, man. Early in that story. story it really is. It's really a good story. But, yeah, no, like... I don't know. It just doesn't feel like they're even trying with that shit. Like, but I would say take some pages from what Tom Clancy's doing because you guys have some great war games, and they could be really good. But you guys are selling yourselves short because you're being a bunch of dickheads and you're blaming stupid shit. Like, you're just not listening to your fans. What we want, what we're looking for. Like, just well, so give I, more options. That's I think I that they it. could put Tom Clancy's games in the shadows, which sucks because Tom Clancy writes some really fucking good stories, but yeah, like they could really overshadow them if they just find that mix of PvE and PvP. Right. And how to how to have both. Like I don't think they're really they're there. Or either well, or even the trying thing is or considering it's, it. It's easy money for them. It's just copy and paste, copy and paste, copy and paste. That's all it is for them. I mean, which is sad because, like you said, they're the best, some of the best shooters. I mean, one thing that kind of helps break up the copy and paste is something that you guys are trying to do. And that's kind of dip into the game pass a little bit more. Yeah. Touch on that. Like I said, I... I, uh, for sure. I mean, like you try to find a gem in the in this uh in the game pass. I mean, try like at least download once once every week, you know what I mean? Like you don't like the game, okay, just, just uninstall well, it. Yeah, and, and that's kind of game. We're trying to do like this, I don't know. We'll see about it. it might become like a bit of a segment, I'm hoping anyway. But right. like um like we want to preview games too, like and we noticed that over the last bit here, a lot of the game talk that we've been talking about has all been the same games because we, you know, for the most part, play these same games all the time. So we're, like, trying to challenge ourselves, push ourselves out of our comfort zones and, like, try to pick up something different every week that we maybe we just normally never even give a chance. It kind of started with Dez last week. I kind of been trying to do this for a while, but I've been lazy about it. But like Dez finding, you know, Surgeon Simulator 2 last week. Um, it's fucking like a hidden gem, dude. Um, I mean, I did it with the lake. I've done it with a few other other games as well. Like, and I, I'm not disappointed that we're doing this right now. Like, I, I think it's really fun. No, that's a great idea. I really, I really like it. All right, so a couple of the friends I have on Twitter that are female, like I literally have asked them, like, because they have Xboxes too, and I'm like, yo, can you go on Game Pass and just tell me a few games you think would be interesting? And like one that kept getting brought up was Lake, and I was like, that's funny that you mentioned that because I've already played through it, like, um. Cause I was just curious as to what the fuck it was about, but like, that is a game that a lot of them are interested in. Like, and I, I could totally see why, like it, it is made for like, it, it's a game made for mom for the most part. Cause you're playing yeah. a female. Um, it's just like, you know, like, um, did you ever play like, like my girl loves like life is strange and stuff like that. 
yeah, like there's a lot of weird shit like that that they're picking and yeah. and, and taking off the wall for me. So I'm just like, you know, I mean, even Tetris is kind of like a, an example of that playing with beans. Like, you know, I mean, again, I played Tetris back on fucking Nintendo Game Boy and shit, you know, fucking 30 years ago. Like Tetris wouldn't be my first pick for a game right now. Because to me, it's outdated. It's like, like, what are you really gonna do with fucking Tetris in, in, in with these kind of graphics and shit? But like, they they made it interesting, and like, I never would have touched it had like a friend not pointed me in that direction. So we're rolling with it. We're having a good time. Like, Omi found a fucking great game on Game Pass this week. Like, yeah, Remnant uh, from the Ashes. I thought it was pretty. I think it's pretty good. I mean, for like I said, being a free game, you know, you can't go wrong with it. And it has multiplayer. I mean, it's just fun to play. I think it is. Like, you know, there's no regrets from it. I mean, give it a try. And like, I don't know, because I, and I touched on this when I first brought Lake up that like my, my main reason for downloading the game was I thought it was getting a harsh rap uh, with the re- really high rating of mature. And like the only real reason I can give, cause there's like one kiss, you know, a little bit of drinking here and there, like wine and beer, you know, dinner or whatever. Um, like you smoke a joint with a couple of hippies. And I think there might be like one or two F bombs, but I really thought the game was harshly rated, but the conversations, the content of the game itself, like they're they're not conversations that a kid would have. Like, and the fact that the game takes place in the eighties and stuff, no, most kids don't remember those times. So a lot of the jokes like about the movies on the wall at the movie store, the video store and shit like that, they're not going to make sense to those kids. Um, You know, Cause there's like cracks on Ghostbusters and you know Karate Kid shit like that. Back to the Future, but like then I picked up Firewatch this week. That was like my big you know Game Pass. Like I'm gonna give this a try because it also had a mature rating and and basically said like the same disclaimer like alcohol use, drug use, strong language, sexual themes. Like this is all the shit that I claimed about Lake, and I'm like okay. So I played that for like an hour and uh, at first it's a lot of text. I was actually joking about it on Twitter going like, wow, first time I put on a game and within 30 seconds, I have a girlfriend I'm getting drunk with and a dog. Like, why can't life be this easy? You know, like, um, but there's like a lot of text and like you end up going through basically like this whole life of like marrying this chick, talking about kids. She goes batshit crazy, fucking family in Australia like picks her up and shit and then all of a sudden you're just like I'm gonna be a hermit in the fucking woods as a ranger looking for fires and shit and like you get this radio when you get to your little guard tower and shit and like when you're talking on the radio like there's not a line that goes by that doesn't have an f-bomb and usually a few other cuss words in there uh there's all kinds of sexual innuendo going on between you and the girl that's on the other end of the radio I mean, you're talking about beating the shit out of some kids, fucking putting on some fireworks and shit. Like, I'm like, this shit is kind of violent. You know, like, th- there's no doubt in my mind, like, this game deserved the mature rating that it got. Like, 
but it's so weird because they look so similar. They like like when you're playing them, they look like they were made by the same companies and shit. I didn't like bother checking out if they are or not. I kind of don't think they are, but they fucking look like it. And like I don't know. I I found it to be kind of this hidden gem because it, it is really kind of like a, another one of those real chill games. Like you've just got downtime and nothing you want to do. Like fucking put the lake on, do mailman simulator, or fucking put Firewatch on and go play Park Ranger for like a little while. You know, it's good shit. <laughs> like, um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna keep pushing my comfort zone. I think Omi it, me decided we were gonna keep doing this every week. And yeah. keep playing these these games, bringing you our feedback on them. But we want like the listener, like like all you listener people, like fucking hit us up and tell us what you want us to preview. Like if you've seen something on Game Pass you're not sure about, and you fucking want us to check it out for you and give us like our feedback first, like let us fucking know, please. Yeah, we'll take that bullet. Yeah, like hit us up on Facebook, hit us up on Twitter, like. You know, fucking let us know. I, I will totally download whatever the hell you want me to download and tell you my god honest opinion about it. I play games with open mind. Like I look I I do a lot of art. So I look at any kind of video games, movies, music, you know, it, it's somebody's art. I try to appreciate it for what it is, you know. Uh so I'm not afraid to play anything. I don't give a fuck. Like I'll play whatever. Uh, just tell me what you want me to play, and I'll, I'll I'll definitely get on top of that. But until then, I'm just gonna keep picking random ass games and seeing what I find, and hopefully, I keep finding these really fun games, man. Well, this has been the Hold My Beer Gaming podcast. This week, we had a great chat uh, about the Division new Division game that's coming out. I'd say it got kind of heated, but I fucking enjoyed it nonetheless. It goes without saying, we had a blast this week. Catch us anytime throughout the week on Facebook at Hold My Beer Gaming Podcast and Twitter at Hold My Beer Games. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button, drop us a rating and review, and smash that like button. I have been your co-host, Hell Soldier, signing off for Omi, Jimmy, and Dark Des. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, full release. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.